Aunt Annie said that 1993 was the year her adult life began. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to think if there was (laughs) as decisive a year in my life. I think there are years that are more significant than others in terms of like how I've recast them or how they appear to be turning points. But I can't point to like a single watershed year or pivotal year. I think it's too early. Probably. I think. I mean, Annie had the benefit of 25 years between right. then and now to mm-hmm. sort of point. It's not like 24 years ago, she wasn't like, there it was last year. Right. No, 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 I know. Life. So in the moment when things occur, they feel contingent. They feel like, you know, accidental. But then when you view them in a retrospective arrangement, yeah, you come up with a story mm-hmm. and everything seems like it was driving you toward the next mm-hmm. thing. But in the moment, you don't feel that way. You know, it just feels like you could have done this or this. And it was sort of a random occurrence. Yeah. We all have these, like, if I didn't do this, then I wouldn't have done this, which would have led to this. And in my mind, I was constructing that sort of narrative for myself. All the way back to the assassination oh. of Archduke Franz Ferdinand. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is the same sort of, like, that's history as well. Right? Yeah. This is, like, history is a series of events that we retroactively mm-hmm. layer some kind of structure on. Mm-hmm. As a way to understand. In folklore, we call them personal experience narratives. Mm-hmm. Any of the stories we tell about ourselves yeah. to others and to ourselves. As human beings, we have to do this mm-hmm. to have any kind of understanding of what's happened before. Right. It's that we, we were reading an article about connecting the dots of history. Mm-hmm. Human beings so crave that kind of story and explanation that you can connect a lot of different dots that may have very little to do with each other, which is why I often think of this. Like if you are convicted of something you didn't do, but like the prosecutor is connecting all these different dots, that's a very seductive thing for the jury, yeah. you know? Yeah, I mean, that's they're hacking the minds of the jury because yeah. they know people like this. Mm-hmm. This is how we want to think. Yeah, That you can say this happened and then because of that, this happened. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's largely conjecture. Yeah. Because, although, there's a, because there's a million, it's not as simple as that. There's a yeah. million other things that also happened that had to happen during, before, after. Yeah, that's you know. true. I mean, in the story of your life, you know, it is true that if you didn't on this day do this thing, then you a year later might not have ended up in this position. And you can tell yourself that story, but it's really hard to to know, you know? Yeah. Causation is also a thing, okay? You know, we look back on our lives and we try to find these big causal moments, these inflection points. Causal? Well, you know, moments where our lives yeah, I just never heard the took word a turn. Causal before. I was recently trying to think of a like seemingly inconsequential moment in my life that probably had a profound effect. Okay. What did you come up with? Well, there's a very small moment in 2003 mm-hmm. that oh. at the time... Ten, like, year, 10 years after the diary. 10 years after the diary, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. that at the moment seemed, I mean, very inconsequential to the point of not even worth remembering. But I feel like it had a very profound effect on where I ended up. That moment was this. <laughs> it was March 2003. Uh-huh. I'd been sick the previous fall, so I'd taken the year off from school. I was going to go back to school in the in the fall, but by spring, by March, like I was starting to feel better. So I needed to think about like how I was going to spend my next six months. Yeah. I was living with my parents in mm-hmm. Morseville. Mm-hmm. Back to where it all happened. Back to, yeah, back to the side of the diary. <laughs> I was driving around Stowe, which is where we would often look for summer jobs. Yeah, next town over. I decided to, sort of on a whim, visit my dad at his work. He works in Stowe. When I was there, he suggested, why don't you get a job at Ben & Jerry's? Gary with the wise advice. He had just talked to someone 
in his department who worked at Ben and Jerry's or knew someone at, that worked at Ben and Jerry's. Oh, okay. So he was like, why don't you try to be a tour guide at Ben and Jerry's? So I was like, okay, I'll, you know, I'll do that. So I hadn't, and I probably wouldn't have otherwise thought to apply for a job there. Of course. Why would I, you? I just wouldn't have. And if my dad hadn't just had the conversation with someone and he, he saw me six hours later when he came home, yeah. it could have yeah, yeah. just not been on his mind. You know, right, he might right, not right, have right, mentioned right. it. I got the job. I worked there that summer and I continued to work there f- throughout the rest of like my undergrad career in a kind of circuitous way that led me to take a class a few years later, which led me to work on this documentary, which led me to go to grad school. And <laughs> it really like set me on the path that I'm on in a very yeah. sort of roundabout way to the Jetta diaries. Yes. And it, I ended up <laughs> in this chair 15 years later. <laughs> It's possible if I hadn't gotten that job, I would have, in a different way, sort of roughly followed yeah. a similar trajectory. But I often look to that moment as as something that very seemingly inconsequential at the time that set off this kind of chain reaction. How did you trace it back to that moment? Did you think, here's where I am now. How did I get here? Okay, how did I get there? Well, oh, I, how did I get yeah, there? Yeah, I kind of like reverse engineered it. Why not keep going, I guess? Of course, there were things that predated there that. Was like that no, like there was me. no real reason you were there. And this, like, the reason that's the end of the line is right. kind of like, you were just there. Everything before then seemed like it was decided for me. That was the first time, and, you know, it was a job at Ben & Jerry's, but that was the first time that, like, I worked there, which led to opportunities that yeah. I seized on, which yeah. led to other decisions that I made independent of where I'd come from or other people making decisions for me. Now... We all have moments like this. Sometimes they're hugely obvious, like getting a big job or happening to be somewhere when you meet someone that you ended up in a relationship with, you know, and our parents have stories like this that led to our existence, our grandparents and and so on. Yeah. Well, thank you, Gary, for sending Tori on his path. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. In a very real way without Gary, you know, we wouldn't be doing this podcast. (laughs) Right. That is, I think that's a fact. (laughs) As historians will show. Well, without Gary, I wouldn't be doing a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Jedediah is a man who once was a boy, and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy. Now he's reading it again, reading it for you. Maybe you'll recognize yourself too. Jetta Diaries, the Jetta Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now the song is through. Think of all the millions of events that had to happen in the history of the the damn universe mm-hmm. to even lead up to, to you or me or any of us I existing know. today. I mean, that's a very... This is we're not the first people to talk about this. Right. People talk about this all the time. Yep. It is almost infinitely unlikely yeah. that any of us should exist. Yeah. And yet here we are. <laughs> here we are. <laughs> Some evolutionary biologists believe, for example, that if you rewind the tape of history to the Big Bang, things would unfold in a vastly different way every single time. And then other people, determinists, believe that things would basically be the same because that, that's the way that the cosmos is pushing. Yeah, pushing things are sort of nudged. Yeah. Then we're getting into parallel worlds right. and stuff like that, yeah. which is extremely my jam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which is why I liked sliders so much. <laughs> was that Jerry O'Connell? That it? was Jerry O'Connell. Mm-hmm. I picked on you for liking sliders, which is unfair because I never saw a single episode. What? Yeah. That is unfair. Yeah. That's the very definition of unfair. It is. Yeah. It's not a good show. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I liked the concept more than I liked the execution. Sliders, real quick, for those of you who might not know, was a sci-fi show on Fox and later the Sci-Fi Channel uh, in the 90s about a brilliant young scientist played by Jerry O'Connell, mm-hmm. played by a young, handsome Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> yeah having shed his baby fat from Stand By Me, yeah, who developed a sliding device, a device that opened a doorway between parallel dimensions. Oh, uh, okay. And <laughs> did you not know this? I it, was explaining to the audience. No, but, but this but... is new to me. I knew, <laughs> I knew it involved parallel dimensions, but I didn't. And they, okay. they slid into parallel. That's why it was called sliders. That was, they were the sliders. I see. They slid from world to world okay the show dealt a lot with their running into another a version of you on an alternate earth like oh. a parallel version of you which yeah. i really love uh-huh. it had the potential to explore like who why are we who we are right you know how do we become like are there things that will be the same about us no matter what or does the world we are brought up in totally change who we would be mm-hmm. the show did not in the end do a great job of exploring that concept yeah you know or the concept of like what if Right. What if the world was different? Yeah. You know, it kind of devolved later on in the series. Yeah. But, you know, they, they I loved it at the time. Yeah. I um, those alternate know. histories, that's tough. I feel like the spark of the idea is often much more interesting than <laughs> following it through. Than the follow through. Yeah. I mean, that was, I'm sure when they started Sliders, they were like, great, a wealth of unlimited potential. <laughs> right. And then halfway through season one, they were like, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to sustain. I mean, there's a ton of, you know, it's a, so, a whole subgenre of, Oh, yeah. Science fiction, historical fiction, which is alternative, mm-hmm. you know, historical fiction. And sometimes it's done well. Yeah. Philip Roth, The Plot Against America. Oh, yeah. Great I book. I should read that. I've never read mm-hmm. that. Hello, and welcome to week 19 of The Jedi Diaries. I'm your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Pocket. 19. I know it. Prime number. Is it? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the other day about how many prime numbers there are below 20 and there's a lot. I mean yeah. it makes sense. Yeah. The low numbers mm-hmm. there would be. Mm-hmm. They're still trying I mean there's no we don't know what the largest prime number is. They're still working on it. That seems impossible to me, but I guess it's I heard recently that they discovered like a few more digits or numerals in pi. Uh-huh. Like, who is working on these problems? <laughs> like I think it's good enough, guys. Let's put pi in the drawer. <laughs> Let's, you know, maybe later on if we figure everything else out. Right. We'll go back we to We can pull pie back out and maybe calculate a couple more numbers. Yeah. But I don't want to offend any, you know, a ma- to a mathematician. Right. I'm sure it's very so it's hugely important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We can like sort of dismiss this because we don't have any idea. Right. About math. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or like higher level math. Like we don't know anything about yeah. it. Yeah. It, I think I, I can imagine it's very exciting. Right. Like. And we don't, I don't understand I kind the of, practical I, applications. Yeah. I had to tap out. Once I, mean, once I get past intro to calculus, I, I don't know. I didn't even make it that far. Yeah, I could never under... Like, the sine, cosine, the abstract stuff really kind of yeah. did my head in. I mean, I can't do long division now. Come on. Yes, you can. I can't. I honestly cannot really? do long division. I couldn't. I tried recently. I couldn't carry the numeral. Get one of those pens. Up. I'm not... I mean, you're going to be... No, I'm going to teach you how to do long division right now on the podcast. I'm not going to teach you long division. I couldn't possibly. When I was home in December, I, I was looking through old high school documents and i found a math test from 10th 10th grade which would have been probably algebra 2 with mr tomlinson i mean i my score i got like a 17 or something but uh on the first page he was like tori you need to get help and then <laughs> i flipped the page and it was like tori you really underline need to get help <laughs> tori i'm honestly concerned <laughs> yeah <laughs> 
what happened last week? Oh, I ended the week full of hate. Right. right let me see. I hated homework, mm-hmm. my brother, the pen I was writing with, <laughs> yeah, and uh, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so, so something really kind of I was not in a good mood Mm-mm. at the end of that school week. No, you weren't. It was a rough uh, week. I know. I hope that my mood improves this week. Oh, me too. May eighth. I am tired. I have the hiccups. <laughs> I have a cure for that if you need it. <clears throat> what is it? Honestly, I, I don't know, have them now. I know everybody has a cure for the hiccups, yeah. but this one always works. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. I taught it to Neha recently, and she was blown away. My mom taught me this. You hold your breath for 10 seconds. Okay. Without taking your breath, you take a giant gulp of water. That always works. This is a combination of two hiccup remedies. Yeah, that I'm aware but of. they're both dependent on... They Like, one won't work without the other. I would always go for um, drinking water upside down. But, I mean, what I do now is I just hold my breath for as long as I possibly can. Does that can. help? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think hiccups just go away on their own. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you do. They're just like spasms. It's like yeah. when you get a muscle spasm. Yeah. That's what it is. It does work if anyone out there needs a hiccup remedy. All right. I mean, come, you know, come for the diary, stay for the folk medicine. <laughs> Bodie is sick. Oh, no. George, Moya, Peter, and Elena are at mom's. Ren and Stimpy was new. <laughs> I taped it. <laughs> Happy, joy. Happy, you just did one happy and one joy? I just joy? did one happy one I, I think I only had space for one <laughs> okay. happy and one joy, but happy, happy, joy, joy was this sort of Ren and Snippy mm-hmm. song. It was mm-hmm. like their, their catchphrase, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Happy joy. The day before, hate, yeah. hate, hate, hate. Today, right. happy joy. <laughs> yeah. This is a turbulent age. Right. One day you can feel down in the dumps, the next day mm-hmm. you can feel on top of the world. I don't know. I think that's still, that's an accurate description of my life now. Yeah. I think, you know? Really? Yeah. Probably not as extreme as right. as this, but mm-hmm. Bodhi's sick. Is this a... This is... No, no, no. He, okay. He, this is not This is not when he shuffles off this mortal coil, I don't think. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think. God, I hope not. Yeah, me too. I'm not ready for that. May 9th. I finished my album. Yay! <laughs> George and his family are leaving tomorrow. Boo. <laughs> Bodie is better. Oh, good. Yay. I am tired. Boo. <laughs> Today is Mother's Day. Yay. <laughs> There's this lovely echoing. Yeah. It's back up and down. I mean, now I'm, I'm doing my actions from Friday to Saturday. It's all on the same day now. <laughs> yeah, boo, yeah. Boo, boo after yay after boo after yay. <laughs> what is my album? We were doing a like frontier unit. Oh, if that's this, I remember that very clearly. We had to document our yep, travels. Yep, I did. Like it was like a settlers album, mm-hmm. family album from going out west. Right, and uh, there was like a drawing of the kid's uncle, and mm-hmm. there was a. I remember this thing where. I like put in a piece of tape that was sort of crinkled and I drew in like a faded outline and I was like, here's a cool feather I found on the trail. I hope it doesn't fall out. <laughs> that's good. And there was never a feather to begin with. <laughs> that's good. I think that's very good. That is clever. Mm-hmm. Maybe I burned all the edges like we would mm-hmm. love to do. Yeah, like I remember soaking, gold, soaking, soaking our pages in tea, in tea yeah. overnight. Yeah. Well, I should be proud of that. Yeah, you should. I, I'm, you know, I wish that I'd mentioned it literally one other time before now I rather know. than the day i finish it this just remind, <laughs> reminds me of the book room play yeah it does just oh, just on all, <laughs> i feel i only feel like recording the outcome of a thing rather than the process i'm <laughs> surprised mother's day today's yeah. mother's day just a statement of fact uh-huh. i wonder what i got her well 
for sure, the only thing I know for sure, I don't remember anything like specific about we had any ritual, but you yeah. always would make a card. And okay. I found cards from you guys from the era. They're very funny and very <laughs> nice. Can you read some of these cards to me? Let's see. Okay, so so okay, this, this is from Joe's. This one's Josie. Mm-hmm. It says, "Happy Mother's Day. I love you. Good mom. You are nice. You have pretty <laughs> face. You are a kick-ass mom. Roses <laughs> are red. Flesh uh-huh. is too." I love you because you are cool. Not cool. a cool. Okay, okay. And to yes, rhyme yes, with that, he he's misspelled it on purpose. Got it. Clever. Uh, okay, and this is this is a, a thank you card. This looks like this is from you. Okay. For everything you've ever done for me, for helping me through, for being the coolest mom I can imagine. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, and then the final thing. It's a it's a, actually a. Mother's Day card from you, and it's a Spanish poem by Geraldo. <laughs> oh, that was my Spanish name. I guess this must have been a couple years after 1993, I think. Right. I, you know, most of the stuff that I find, it's, like, hard to date it, but yeah. it's all of the same kind of feeling that yep, it's yep. all part of the era. Yeah. And it's called Alegre El Dia de la Madre. Happy, day of, happy day of the okay. mother. Right. Mi madre es perfecta, inteligente y buena. Okay. <laughs> My mother is perfect, intelligent, and good. True. Creo que ella es un buena enfermera. I believe or think she is a good nurse. <laughs> also true. Cuando esta enfermo, atenda to a mí. So when I'm sick, she takes care of me. Good. Y por eso... Por eso escribo el tarjeta para ti. And for this, I write this card to you. <laughs> Te amo, mama. I love you, mom. Oh, that's a, you know, that's not a bad poem. No, especially in another language. Yeah, I don't, I don't love how, how it ta- goes from talking about you in the, in the third person to suddenly addressing you in the last line. That's a little... Structurally oh, God. Strange, yeah, kind of but... You know, I can't even, you know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to write a rhyme. It's a rhyming poem. You have, it's true. You have, you have been, and you continue to be a wonderful mom. You always have been. And, and I appreciate everything you do and have done. Thank you. Well, well, you're welcome. And um, I would say that in the scheme of things, you are... The hardest thing I ever did, <laughs> but the best thing I ever did, you guys. That's how. <laughs> so. Oh, thank you. That's <laughs> true. I am very lucky as well. I am lucky mm-hmm. to have you guys. You are both great. May tenth. Wow, cool color. So I know that that doesn't make any sense to you as a listener. <laughs> yeah. I'm showing the diary to Tori right now. Oh, that is a cool um, color. It <laughs> it's this sort of like electric blue. That looks like it came from a gel pen, maybe. Yeah, it does look a bit like a gel pen. So far, it's been either pencil or black pen. Yeah. Pretty exclusively. Yeah. And now I found this blue gel pen. Uh, yeah. And so far, it's a hit. <laughs> I ranked third on the math league in Vermont. Oh. Whoopee! I think. 
<laughs> I'm not sure. Oh. The math team from our school got third place in our region, too. Interesting. Do you remember this? Yes. Were we on that math league together? Yes. So I, just a moment ago, I have talked a few times about how I've always been very bad at math. <laughs> That's right. You did just say you were very bad at math. But I got second place in this school. What? <laughs> your score is very high. I remember they said to me, if Jed wasn't in your grade, you would have gotten like the highest score we've seen in years. Wait, I got third place. In the state. Oh, in the state. Yeah. You got, you got second place in the school. I got second place. Yeah, I don't know if I ranked oh, in the state. but like, I got first place in the school? You got first place in the school. Oh, my God. I got second place in the school, which I don't understand. <laughs> well, maybe nobody entered but me and you. No, I mean, school. each teacher would identify the like, strongest math students in their classes. I remember going into the gym and taking the math test. Well, I don't have any recollection really? of this. I didn't know that I was the third place Vermont Math League champion in 1993. Yeah, you got a very high score. You were. What did I get? There was a plaque when you first walked in the elementary school <laughs> lobby. There's a there's a plaque with your name on it. I mean, we have a photo of this. Maybe we can post it on Facebook. The, remember the math team photo. Kristen Lawson has the math math league photo. We'll post it online. Mm-hmm. That was, is a photo of the math league mm-hmm. that you were on, despite being atrocious at math. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe in sixth grade. I will say you I was still, you were still kind of hanging on. I was good at math until maybe seventh or eighth. Okay, grade. when it got complicated. Yeah, up until that point, it was basically multiplication. Did we go somewhere? This was just like we did tests at our school, and they put all the tests in the state together, and they said, "This is here's the best." I was actually very bummed that there wasn't more to it. I remember finding out that we'd made the team, being very excited. Yeah, I, that fall, I just barely missed being on the spelling team because I misspelled toboggan. Uh, How did you spell it? I think I did two B's instead of two G's. Let me try to spell toboggan right now. Okay. Toboggan. T-O-B-A-G-G-I-N. <laughs> toboggan. <laughs> Crap. That's stressful. How do you spell toboggan? I think. <laughs> could be wrong. This is your redemption moment. Yeah. 25, 26 years later. I think it's T-O-B-O-G. G A N toboggan. Is that right? That sounds better. Oh, um, hey Google, how do you spell toboggan? Toboggan is spelled T O B O G G A N. You got it. I did it. (sighs) Twenty-five and a half years later. Redemption. The spelling team they like would go on to compete in the state spelling team champion yeah yeah like they went somewhere as a team they had shirts Mm -hmm. probably yeah yeah and we were and matt was on the team yeah we were bussed to watch them compete i was sitting in the audience stewing (laughs) so when we made the math team i was like oh great now the school will be forced to watch us compete on a grand stage yeah but that was it they called us for a picture they took that single photo (laughs) and we never met as a group again really yeah how did i win third place I think they probably just told you that you got the third highest score in the in the state. And that was it. I think that was no it. No wonder I don't remember. I mean, it. maybe I thought I, maybe I thought I'd blocked out the memory of some like grand competition. I don't think in, so. You know, in like you know, I thought I'd forgotten about us like going on a journey <laughs> yeah. to the state's capital <laughs> to perform in front of the governor. <laughs> perform. Math. Yeah. <laughs> and I beat out every other child in Vermont except for two kids. <laughs> yeah. But no, I I was good. I mean, you know, I was better at math than. Uh-huh all but two of everyone that's true in the state who, mm-hmm. who bothered to <laughs> <laughs> compete yeah i do like the idea of then governor dean being forced to watch us do multiplication <laughs> <Do math. laughs> cheering like, us on leans over to an aide he's like what 
am I doing here? <laughs> or he's like just kind of like screaming from <laughs> yeah. from his governor's chair. <laughs> his gilded governor's <laughs> chair. <laughs> Hooting and hollering at us. <laughs> Do it! Go! Go! Yeah! Woo! <laughs> I mean, this has to be recorded somewhere, right? Yeah. You know what we could do? What if, I mean, that plaque. That plaque. The plaque is still there. Is, right? Yeah, I would think so. Right. I'm going to, who can we call in Morrisville? Okay. I just pulled into the parking lot at the elementary school. Okay, perfect. There's two cars here. I'm hoping it's like people jogging on, oh, there's people on the tracks. Hopefully they're not going to like, you know, intercept me or something. All right, Why here we go. <laughs> Because it's Sunday, and here I am going to the elementary school. I mean, hopefully hopefully one of those cars belongs to someone who's inside of the elementary school. Otherwise, that's true. all for naught. That's um, true. Thank you for doing this for me. You're welcome. So what did you, when did you get this, this math award? Obviously, it was in May of 1993. Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. You know your stuff. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay, here I am. I'm going you're to at the, the door? door? I'm okay. at the door. Here we go. Here we go. Let me see. Okay, they're both locked. Oh. I'm looking in. I don't see any dated Diet Baker plaques. <laughs> you can't you look, look a little harder. Yeah, the Zaya went here. I am going to another I'm going to another entrance. There's two. Okay. They're probably they're probably closed. It's, it's Sunday. Yes, it is. But you know, I told you I would try, so I'm trying. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. Okay. No. They don't open. Well, no luck there. Closed on a Sunday. That closed. I mean, we should have known. That was my aunt, <laughs> mm-hmm. Annie, from a few episodes ago, who I enlisted mm-hmm. to uh, try to get, get go over to the elementary school and see if the plaque was there. But no luck. Uh, no luck. So uh, if you are listening from Morrisville mm-hmm. and you have access to the elementary school, perhaps you work there, <laughs> please take a look around. See if you can track down that plaque. It would be a math league plaque from yeah. 1993 i just want to know because because i'm unsure in the diary mm-hmm. um i want to know you know what what place i actually did get if i got a if i got it in fact call the tip line 1802-851-9578 let us know may 11th i love this color <laughs> i can't get over it <laughs> homework s u c k s sucks <laughs> i hate it <laughs> at school we are going to do this thing where kids get to work at actual stores <laughs> that is rich yeah not not a super elegant way of putting that but wow orthodontist tomorrow <laughs> okay <laughs> maple leaf now mm. that's something I remember. Yeah, you didn't write Project Maple. I didn't write it in the okay. diary, but I remember. This is proof that I remember that yeah. in my own head from 25 years ago. The quote thing where kids get to work <laughs> at actual stores. <laughs> it was this project. Was that a, just a purely local thing? Do you think? I don't know. Was it a national thing? I don't know. That's project Maple Leaf was, you know, as clunky as that was. That's a great description of what it was. It was. It was a thing where kids went and worked at actual stores for mm-hmm. a day. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if it was a lottery system. So there were a list of participating businesses. Yes. And it was pretty extensive. Yeah, it was a lot of the, the businesses. It was in a town. lot of businesses in town. You were given the full list and yeah. you were like, identify your top three choices. Oh, okay. And we can't guarantee, but we will try to do our best to get you to the one of your choices. Yeah. The thing everybody wanted to do was the, the Morseville Airport. <gasps> oh, God. I want to do that now. Because if you worked at the airport, the last day, you, you get were, to fly a plane. You would get, <laughs> you would be taken up in a glider. Oh, God, of course. Everyone would want so that. So everybody wanted to do that. Yeah. There, there was just a bottleneck situation. <laughs> Let's hold off on talking about our specific Maple Leaf experiences mm-hmm. until Maple Leaf actually happens in the diary. Yep. May 12th. I am tired. Oh, so tired. <laughs> Yawn. Oh, man. Yawn. Ho-hum. I went to the dentist today. <laughs> My teeth are fine. Oh, People are stupid. Mm. Lots of killing is going on. Oh. I don't remember that. Where? Where is this killing? Oh my God, am I talking about the news for the first time? Maybe. (laughs) This would be a milestone. I'm sorry to laugh. No, I At all the killing going on. Yeah. What was happening in May of 1993 that was a lot of killing going on? The Waco siege was not long before this, and there was there was killing on both sides. Yeah, the cultists. Yeah, Are they cultists. Yeah, I think that's safe the, to call them the cultists. The cultists were killing each other, or they were killed by the FBI. The FBI, the ATF. Yeah, there was a standoff, and the FBI was widely criticized for they killing. Just, they just opened up on them. I, there was a fire. I think oh, people, yeah. innocent people, or children were were targeted. I guess that's what I could have been talking that about. That could have been. I certainly wasn't talking about anything local. Earlier this, like in March, maybe, the World Trade Center bombing oh, happened. Okay. I mean, it just seems why today, what current event managed to punch through my self-absorbed shell? Mm-hmm. It could have come from anywhere. Yeah, I, that's true. The news, the radio, yeah. teachers, friends, mm-hmm. family, mm-hmm. the dentist. Maybe I saw something at the dentist. Yeah. I'm trying to remember if there was like a TV well, there are all In those the magazines. Dentist. Yeah, there were magazines. Maybe you um, were reading a... Yeah, I might have... <laughs> People magazine. I remember the dentist's office being a rife with People magazines. Yeah, maybe I was reading a magazine from like decades ago. <laughs> right. Reading about Vietnam. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, if you, if you have any idea what on May 12th, 1993 might have inspired me to note that lots of killing was going on, mm-hmm. please call into the tip line. Mm-hmm. 802-851-9578. Yeah. May 13th. Dad is gone. Mm. I'm at my mom's. <laughs> I am so freaking tired. <laughs> I am so freaking tired. <laughs> you said it twice? I said it twice. <laughs> okay. In a row. <laughs> the gym show was tonight. Okay. Ooh. I found a hockey net up in the forest. I took it. (laughs) I took it. What a day. What is the gym show? The gym show. I remember thinking at the time, this is pure chaos. (laughs) What was it? Because I think we did it in the high school gym. Yeah. And there were just like a bunch of mats set up. And like, it was like there were different events happening simultaneously. Like over here, people were doing flips 
over here, people doing somersaults. The parents were sitting in the bleachers and the kids were doing these things and the parents were watching the kids doing these things. Oh, it was a show. It was a show. Oh, okay. It wasn't, sorry. I was imagining it was like, um, more of an activity. It was like, we come to the gym, we no. set up all these things. You can come and do all the flips. <laughs> yeah. No. no, it was more like, it's come and watch your children do the things they do in gym. Right. But for your entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That sounds weird. <laughs> it was. <laughs> yeah, it was. This is, you know, I guess this must be the time of year in school because we had the math league, we've mm-hmm. got the gym show, mm-hmm. it's sort of like things are wrapping up, Yeah, kind of. It's time to see what you've been working on all yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, let's see what this last year of education got us. Yeah. <laughs> Great flips, Jimmy. <laughs> really good somersault. Just, again, the gym show was tonight. <laughs> Just a statement of fact. No details at all. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> I know I didn't have a lot of space, but <laughs> I know. in the same entry that I wrote, I am so freaking t- tired twice in a row. <laughs> so I had the space. Yeah. This is also this entry. The last entry was not in the blue pen, but this entry is in the blue pen. Okay. Then the blue pen, I think, disappears. So oh. farewell, blue pen. Mm-hmm. I loved you. May 14th. I am sleeping over at Matt's. Mm-hmm. Yay. We are having lots of fun. We watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind. We hung stuff out the window. (laughs) His rabbit peed on me. (laughs) Wild Friday night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hanging stuff out the window. Rabbit's peeing on me. I think that was Matt's sister's rabbit for the record. Mm. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not, not big on fact-checking <laughs> yeah. here. That was another thing I remember hearing about later and, and being very jealous that I wasn't there. That that specific night? Yeah. Well, The, 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 the window I, hanging and the rabbit peeing? Hanging stuff out the window. I rem- there was something up there that I, I kind of like vaguely remember. Really, that, that's that, shenanigans you want a piece of. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted it. <laughs> that's another week in the can. Oh, that's it. It goes by so fast. It does. <laughs> you know, a kind of action-packed week at school. Yeah. Dentist, hockey nets. Gym shows. Gym shows. Sleepovers. Leaves, sleepovers. Packed. Yeah, there's a lot. Very tired. Mother's Day was yesterday, mm-hmm. but do you have anything you want to say to your mom? I want to say, Mom, happy Mother's Day. You're a day late, son. Never been proud of you. <laughs> <laughs> Sandy's very proud of you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure she is. Yeah. She her her pride in me is, is out of proportion to what I've actually accomplished. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we haven't, we haven't played a song at the end of the show for a little while. That's true. My mom, I was talking to my mom earlier and she said she really likes when we play songs because it takes her right back. Oh, okay. Well, uh, in that case... Mm-hmm. Here is seven seconds of the number one song in America this week and last week in 1993, Freak Me by Silk. And now this episode is through.